Hey everyone, thanks for joining our Hoops with a Purpose podcast. And uh, today our special guest is Katie Armstrong. Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, um, Katie played high school ball at PV and then she moved on to play at St. Joe's, Fairfield, and finished up at Seton Hall. Did I get that right? Yep, yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> awesome, great. So um, thanks for taking some time with us today. Um, we're super excited to have you on here. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here um, and I'm honored that you would ask me. <laughs> Awesome. So uh, let's jump right in. So we know you worked out a lot with with Coach Shar, but um, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about that? Maybe how many years you knew him, how often you came to work out? Yeah, definitely. So I started with Coach, I think when I was like 12 or 13, I was in like sixth or seventh grade. Um, but I would go once or twice a week uh, and I would do the group sessions. I had so much fun. After the first time I went, I was just immediately hooked, um, getting to play three on three, getting shots up. It was, it was just a great atmosphere. Um, so I saw him like all throughout the year, every summer, um, all the way up until the last time I got to see him in summer of 21. So we worked out together. I came in as much as I could once or twice a week. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing all that. Yeah, that's great. So how many, I might have missed this, but did you say how many years it was? Uh, it was probably 10 or 11 years. That's awesome. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the players start in like fifth, sixth grade and go through high school. And then whether or not they play in college, some still go work out on Christmas break and stuff for fun. Yeah, that's the thing about coach. Once you're in there, like you just want to be there you just want to be playing and you just want to be surrounded by him. And he just made it such a happy atmosphere and it was, it was you just made it so much fun. It was a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was definitely one of the highlights of my week when I got to go in there and work out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, can you tell us maybe your best memory? Oh yeah. There's so many. Um, one that comes to mind, me and my dad talked about sometimes. So when I was at Fairfield, um, one year, maybe my junior year, um, I was just kind of in a slump, just kind of in a funk mentally. And I came home and my dad was like, yeah, you should get in to see coach. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll go see coach. And we talked about it and we just got a ton of shots up. Um, and the next game we played in Manhattan, I had a career high 27 points. I was knocking down shots and I was just playing exactly like I played in coach's gym, just relax and having so much fun. And he was just the kind of person that like you were always having fun with him and he would make one little fix and you'd be hitting every single shot. Um, so that, I think that was one of my favorite memories. Mm-hmm. That's a good memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like even in that story, one of the recurring themes that we're hearing is not obviously there's the technicals around you know fixing one small component of the shop but um just getting in the gym and and the level of confidence that you leave with uh i I don't know i feel like it'd be easy to argue the confidence was was a a bigger driver for success than some of the technical shooting adjustments yeah coach would like i don't think he had one mean bone in his body he was just like always smiling laughing like just saying the nicest things like I have never seen him upset or like irritated or frustrated like 
that was one of my favorite things about him. I could go in and he was going to be so positive because I think a lot of coaches can really put a lot of pressure on their players and like, yeah, it's their job. So they're feeling pressure and sometimes they put that on their players, but he never had any of that. He was just so positive and just like uplifting everyone. And he knew everything about people. He'd ask how their family was, how their vacation was. So it, it was just a really good place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it definitely speaks volumes about his character and and just his ability and perspective to to be positive and and focus on the good. I mean, I, you know, being on being inside the family now, uh, it's you know, it's not always easy and it's not always uh, a great day. But when he stepped in that gym too, I don't know, it was like a he could flip a switch and, and like his, his main purpose was to, to bring joy and happiness and confidence to, to other people. And it, man, what a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I never really like, well, I, I did appreciate it, but just like looking back, it's amazing how he could bring that like every single day, like, like seven days a week, he was working Saturday, Sunday, like he's working till nine 30 at night and he just brought it all the time. It was amazing. He, I remember, um, the last summer I would work it out with him, he'd be wearing like fuzzy socks. He'd have like tape on his hands and like, he was just a little banged up, but he always had a smile on his face. Like he just never um, like stopped bringing it. Yeah. It's amazing. Like he was falling apart towards the end. (laughs) None of the players could tell that at all. Yeah. But I will say the only time I've ever seen him truly annoyed is like when he's hangry like when he was so hungry and like we weren't eating right away that's the only time he would be somewhat annoyed and yeah so yeah good times we would go to applebee's like on sunday night sometimes after like he would finish working and he'd be like get there like 30 like applebee's never has a wait right but he'd be like get there 30 minutes early so you have a table and can oh. order some food so that we have some food on the table. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's funny. Yeah, so we know he probably ran you through a lot of drills. Um, did you have any favorites, favorite drills that you can share? Uh, let's see. I remember one, oh, it, when I would come in for the individual sessions, he would just he would be like yeah let's do a little bit of running and we just do full court like just mid-range pull-ups dribble mid-range pull-up or dribble make a move mid-range pull-up um, I remember he put those big um, like dummy defense players and he'd put them in the paint and he would pass it from half court and I would sprint to one end catch the ball pull up turn around pass the ball to him sprint pull up um, so I just I liked how he always mixed it up and challenged you too absolutely i'm convinced that drill was just to wear the player out and give him a break but yeah. but <laughs> but i will say kelly and i have gone in we, we would go in when we were up in pennsylvania we'd go in and rebound for players and hey coach would be running all around and i'd have like 10 rebounds and be like man i'm dead i gotta <laughs> i gotta stop like <laughs> i don't know how he how he had that level of energy uh, standing for that many hours like 30 I minutes i'm ready to sit down yeah i know it's incredible <laughs> it is insane yeah uh, but yeah that was that yeah i was convinced when i would go to like private one-on-one 
that that was a drill to just wear me out and get yep. which is hey it's understandable it's understandable you got it you have to be tired when you're shooting too like let's let's yeah. make a game but steven had ice cream either before or after workouts with the jars tuesday, so tuesday night tradition i'm not sure oh. how that felt like after doing all that the running, running. not great yeah <laughs> yeah that couldn't have felt too good yeah <laughs> I mean, the ice cream felt great before. <laughs> there was always there was always a bitter regret. From yeah. yeah. Um. See when you want to ask them. Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, what's the one of the best things you learned from coach? Like a, a takeaway from from working out, whether it be basketball or life. Oh man. Sorry. No, you're fine take your time oh jeez oh, <laughs> um, i can hear him now being like why are you crying for me I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no there's there's been a lot of tears shed i mean i think i don't know i i, I haven't been to that many funerals or like services or but man, it really makes you think about legacy and like what you're doing with your life and and how you're impacting people. And uh, I feel like, I don't know, at least for me, I feel like, like when people say, who do you look up to? Like, who do you want to be like? I feel like he'd be a, a great person to, to kind of imitate your life after. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things that I learned from him uh, is just how important it is to, to be kind to people and to like bring out the best in others. Um, like it makes such a difference, just little comments, like, um, like you're doing great. And just like remembering people's names, like something as small as that and remembering their family members' names. Um, like he just made each person feel so special mm -hmm. and like seen and heard. Um, so I think one of the biggest things is just like his kindness um, is just something that I'll always um, remember and and carry with me. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing how much he would still check in with each and every player and and each and every family. And like I've said on the podcast before, like <laughs> the way his contacts are named, I have no <laughs> idea how he knew who he was texting or kept up with any of that like it's just insane it would, it would have been great if we had like like for our guests if we saw what they were named as i know um, that would be it probably bring some good laughs yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't i don't know if we have that but we may be able to look at we may it, be so. able to investigate that, that would be yeah, i mean great. i think it's crazy how how much i feel like rudeness sadness like hostility there is in the world and like i feel like i'm i'm to blame for some of that too like it's so easy to complain or put people down or just not even put people down but not build them up and yeah. like man if everyone could just do that a little bit more the world would be a better place yeah yeah it's all contagious like negativity is contagious and so is positivity so why not be positive you know yeah. yeah. And he could just like read you so well. Like 
I would get frustrated with myself a lot. I'm missing shots. I get really tense, angry. He pulled me over and like, tell me a joke, like <laughs> something totally irrelevant, but that would just make me smile and I'd forget like why I was angry. So just like little things like that. He was just like a people person. Like he had mm-hmm. such a heart for others. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So having played play college ball and what an amazing career you've had, KT. Can you tell the listeners a little bit more about your college basketball journey? Yeah, uh, it was a long one. I was there for six <laughs> years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started at, at St. Joe's. Um, after my freshman year, I decided it wasn't a good fit. I transferred to Fairfield University, um, redshirted my first year, and then played there for three years. Um, I loved it. I loved my time there and my team, my coach. Um, then, uh, you know, every summer, every chance I was home, I would come and work out with Coach Shar and we talked about the season. Um, and he would uh, text about games and he would always check in, but um, I played at Fairfield for three years. Um, and one, one thing about coach that I really like, so I'm ambidextrous, so I shoot with both hands. Um, and that's something that some coaches really didn't like, and they wanted me to not do that. They wanted me to pick a hand and coach was always bragging to other people like, yeah, KT can shoot with both hands. Like KT, show him, show him. And he just loved that. I was able to do that. And um like really just wanted me to keep working on it. Um. <coughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then my last year, we got a COVID year. So I played at Seton Hall. Um, loved it. It was completely different from Fairfield for a, a lot of different reasons, but I enjoyed it. It was a change of pace. We played really fast. We played man-to-man defense at Fairfield. It was a little bit slower. Uh, we played a zone. So it was really fun to just learn a lot of different styles of basketball uh, and pick up on different techniques and just have to, you know, really develop a keen sense for detail and be able to change things um, on a whim. So I really enjoyed it. And I ended up reaching a thousand points um which is fun and we made the championship game of the wnit this year so that was really fun so i've had so many great experiences i mean basketball has just given me everything um i i owe a lot to it and and i owe a lot to coach because um basketball can get hard sometimes you know coaches (laughs) coaches can be tough on you there's a lot of pressure um but like i he was always just like the ray of sunshine that reminded me why I love this sport. And I think it's easy for athletes to get a little burnt out sometimes um, and feel a lot of pressure. But, you know, he was always reminding me when I was in his gym, like why I love basketball and like what made me fall in love with the game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So it sounds like you are not afraid of change um, <laughs> and I'm sure had a lot of great memories playing it all those different schools and interacting with coaches and teammates and all of that. Yeah, definitely. And I remember um, last year we're about to play UConn for the first time. And I think coach passed like on a Sunday and we played mm-hmm. UConn the next Friday. And I was like, Oh, like I was a wreck mm-hmm. for a while, but um I was like, all right, like, you're kidding. Like, coach would have loved this. Like, we were talking about playing UConn. Like, we talked about playing in the Big East. And we were just texting, like, a couple weeks before. But I ended up, like, having a great game, like, just ma- making some great plays. And I could just feel like he was there with me, like, watching me. And, uh, mm-hmm. but 
yeah that's that's one thing I always remember how that was like a really really hard week and like those hard months um but I just always felt like you still there with me mm-hmm. that's Absolutely. awesome yeah um so what advice can you give to maybe middle school or high school students today who are looking to be as successful as you are on the court um yeah, I think it's all about consistency. And, you know, lucky for me, coach made that so easy, you know, going into his gym, like you wanted to be there. But the biggest thing is really just consistency, finding time on your own and just being disciplined, whether you're going to work out or you're just dribbling for 20 minutes in the driveway. Um, like there's always going to be an excuse not to do something. But the the key to success really is just consistency. It's doing a little bit of work. Uh, each and every day not not going out playing for three hours because then you're going to be like oh gosh I have so much to do but just just doing a little bit each day it just um, really adds up over time Um, Mm -hmm. and I would also say too like it's okay to have setbacks and it's okay to you know not hit your goals immediately but it's just important that you keep going and and you remember why you started Mm -hmm. yeah some good advice thank you I think that's that's in basketball and probably in life. life and in business and yeah all of that persistence is key yep. yeah 100 percent. yeah definitely so now that you've graduated um tell us what you're up to these days are you still hooping a lot yeah well honestly i i have to be honest after six years of college basketball and you know like 22 for how old am I? Probably 20, 20 years of playing basketball. I needed to take a little, a little break. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be honest, it was really hard to like come home and play basketball and not be able to go to coach's gym. Um, mm-hmm. I just felt like a really big loss in my basketball world without him. Um, but I, I'm going to return to it. I've been doing CrossFit, um, but I think I just needed to step away for a little bit, but um, I was training some girls over the summer. I really enjoyed that, Um, Mm -hmm. but I haven't been playing much myself, but I'll be getting back into that soon. Sounds like we need a a hoops with a purpose, three on three uh, fundraising tournament and get you back on the court. (laughs) Heck yeah. I'd love that. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds super fun. Absolutely. Hopefully, uh, hopefully in the spring, that's something that we, we set up. Yeah, that would be really great. Yeah, I think a lot of people would come out. I feel like people who know them and people that don't, like, build, build a, a three-man team and do, like, just quick tournament. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start fun. building my team now. I'm going to start sending text messages out. <laughs> She's going to start recruiting. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen a text come through yet. So, um, <laughs> hold on. Let me see if I don't have service or something. <laughs> oh man too funny yeah I can't there's been so many people who said like I've never been more happy that I don't delete texts because they can still go back and like read texts that coach has sent them Um, his texts are so funny (laughs) okay thanks thx uh, oh my gosh the way he texts it was so funny and the last summer I was in, he would take videos the entire time we scrimmaged. And then he would go through and send me like my little highlight clips. I'm like, coach, how much work is this? It was a lot. Yeah. And then every day we'd get a call like, guys, I think I'm out of space on my phone. Yeah. Oh. We're like, 
maybe that's because you have like 32 gigs of storage and you're taking five oh. hours of video every day and then he's like can you when you're back up here can you check my phone and like it's it's always the video and like the texts were the next big i mean he probably had more he would probably text like a hundred different people a day mm -hmm. like i don't know how he i don't know how you do it but oh my goodness yeah. and he would always make time like we've been to like the diner before like when i got to college we'd like um we went to the collegeville diner one time just to catch up um like he he would make signs for everyone for when they committed or like mm -hmm. he just like his world was just about like his players and just like making sure that everyone was celebrated mm -hmm. yeah we get we would get a sign when we'd come back up to pennsylvania to visit it was just handwritten it was handwritten <laughs> but we wouldn't get a sign <laughs> which looking back on that why didn't we get a printed sign i know he could have kept reusing it. Yeah. I don't know. Because he kept reusing the hand of it <laughs> one. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good memories. Um, yeah. We definitely appreciate you taking the time to to join today and, and contribute and share your stories. And it's great to hear other people's perspective. I think a lot of people have a lot of stories that we've yet to hear. Uh, and it's it's always fun to... Uh, to listen to him and kind of memorialize those things and and uh, just hear how he impacted and influenced people's lives. Yeah, definitely. I would love to hear other people's stories. Um, I love the Instagram, the pictures of him. They're great. Um, so it's, yeah, it's great to see. It's so weird seeing pictures of him outside the gym. I'm like, I don't know if he ever left. <laughs> I know. He probably would be like embarrassed oh. to know that I was posting a lot of those but um <laughs> she's still currently being kelly's being selective in the pictures that get posted uh, okay. there are some funny like <laughs> maybe one day they'll get yeah they'll there's get, definitely funny ones and funny videos especially oh. some of the stuff like during covid like oh, where yeah. like he'll be recording himself doing oh, a video to send out and oh, like make, <laughs> and like that's hilarious well, I, I have a video of him dressed up as Santa Claus one year dribbling a basketball. Oh, like, he was just oh hilarious. So hilarious. Yeah. They're so funny. That one we'll have to we I think do we, we have one? Have we may have one. You may have to share some some of that with us. Uh, yeah. But let's have to post some of that around Christmas. Definitely. <laughs> All right, KT. Well, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, of course. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll have another special guest next week. Yeah, thanks. All right, thank you. Thanks, Katie.